myself sometimes to give my mind some space. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know that it hurts when I push your love away. I hate myself when I tell you lies so your heart won't break. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know that I made my fair share of mistakes. Sometimes I thought that one dragged on way too long, but it was that like a song. That song slapped so hard, though. Um, that new Jay Beebs, though. Yeah. Um, as you guys can see, um, well, if you're listening, you can't see, so that's your own fault. As you can probably hear, though. As you can hear, it's an it's, upgrade. It's a lot, uh, the this, this sound is more tactile. Um, but if you guys are watching on YouTube, you can see that the arrangement for the studio is a little bit different. We're a little bit more linear down the, the, the scope now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but um, your boy kind of got his own space now. Um, I was able to actually get the basement suite finally after fucking four years. Fuck. And uh, so, yeah, I have my own space. I have the what I've, basically what I've wanted the whole entire time. I wanted yeah. the downstairs as a studio. And like, you guys obviously can't see, but, um, but like I have Should a lot like of a space. tour. <clears throat> well, honestly, maybe, like, I don't know. Maybe it's, I'll do it on my, on the, on the Instagram. It's kind of worthy story. of one. Yeah. But uh, it's a, it's a lot of space down here. So it feels nice to have my own space. Um, Cause I, I had, I had intentions to kind of move out a little bit later and uh but obviously with covid in the market right now everything's fucking <laughs> way too expensive people are just fucking selling houses and yeah. town apartments like 200 300,000 over asking price um and i wanted to get a studio for just like everything that i'm doing especially the podcast but it just didn't really make sense logically because mm. we would have to you know renovate and all the, anyways that's another topic but this kind of prevents all that extra headache and hassle yeah. and and yeah like this honestly like couldn't be a better setup setup yeah so but anyways welcome back <laughs> um this is uh, gonna be a little bit of a different podcast um i know we were in the midst of uh jabroni podcast season two i think we ended off episode two with uh legs which yeah. we had a really good response but um as you guys know um uh we've kind of been a little bit mia just for the past fuck, i don't even know like a month or a few oh, weeks it's- <sighs> It's been like it's been a little. While. It's been like stretching over a month now. I think. Yeah, it's been it's been <laughs> quite a bit, and uh, I think there was just uh, and we'll we'll get into it because uh, we don't really have a topic for this podcast other than kind of just talking about what's been going on in both of our lives. Um, I think for me to kind of speak on my part, um, there's just been a lot of things I've been dealing with um, personally, and. Uh, and I guess you could say business and career wise, like there's just a lot of, uh, there's a lot of stuff that was kind of going on and I'm sure you can fend for yourself and speak for yourself, like stuff that has been going on with your, mm-hmm. your, like your personal life. But, um, for sure. I think to kind of sum it up and we'll, again, we'll go in depth of like what's been going on on both of our lives, but we, we've just been, there's been a lot of stuff that's been happening to in our lives personally. And, um, yeah, it's just like, it's one of those things like, you know, we, we've talked about the podcast many, many times, you know, like sometimes life just literally gets the better of you. And I think that's pretty much what happened to the both of us. Right. Um, and you know, it's one of those things where like, you know, and I may sound a little bit, sound a little bit hypocritical because a lot of our podcasts, we used to talk about like, you know, you got to push through things, but there's just some times where you kind of just like, um, got to take a little bit of a pause. Like mm-hmm. I, I've been reading this one book and I fucking love it so much. Um, Jeremy actually recommended last time on the podcast, but it was Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. And oh my God, dude, like it's 
the thing is, is like a lot of people read books and like they try to get, you know, some type of um, um, knowledge acquired from books, right? Um, mm-hmm. Not saying that's a bad thing. It's a great thing. I mean, I think, I think you, because a lot of the books that I read, they're memoirs. So they're kind of like autobiographies of the person, right? So like a lot of people don't think that you could take away very much from that, right? Because they're not directly, the topic at hand on the book isn't really talking about, you know, how to like, like it's not direct, it's strategic. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's not, it's not telling you steps on how to, you know, self growth or, um, Rehealing or something like that. It's for more, sure. These books are more just talking about the person's life. But you, when you kind of like again, uh, when you kind of put yourself in their shoes and kind of like like you listen to them. I I listen to audio, but I fucking cannot read. Yeah, like I can. And the nice part is is so I have the audiobook for Promised Land by Obama and and right. uh, and Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. And everyone knows that the way that those guys talk, it's just so like. That's so therapeutic. It's yeah. like so therapeutic. Oh, so man. like listening to them talk and talk about their lives for like pretty much six hours. It's like, it's cool. Right. And yeah. then you can kind of get a lot of insights. But anyways, back man, to my point. Well, like, honestly, like I was going to say, like, I think you'd learn more from like an actual, like from, you know, auto autobiographies and stuff like that. Cause like, you know, like you were saying like a book where somebody would actually like, just kind of like walk you through or like give you like tools or examples or whatever. Like you actually get, that person telling you like what they did in their life or whatever, mm, like, yeah. you know, Matthew McConaughey, for example, yeah. like he's obviously got a very interesting story. And I mean, obviously you can pull like bits and pieces of like, you know, what he might've been faced with and mm. what he did in that moment. Right. Yeah. So you actually get like a firsthand experience of like yeah. what that's like. So I, I don't know. I think that's like almost more valuable. If I think anything, so too. Right? I think so too, because like you, you, it, you attach a personality to it. Right. And that's like the most 100%. important thing because like a lot of the things that like comes from books, like you, it's just knowledge based, but there's no really like context put behind it. Whereas like when people talk about their lives, there's like, there's so much story behind it. You can kind of see the relation, right? Yeah. But anyways, going back to my point, um, one of the things that he spoke about in the book is, you know, the difference between green lights, yellow lights, red lights, um, green lights are, you know, your, your wins, you know, you know, you, you want a sporting bet on a fight or a, right. a, a, a NBA game. You sold, uh, you, you went on Facebook marketplace. You sold something for more than what you bought it. You know, you're yeah. reselling. Yeah, you want it, got a new job, you got a raise, you got, you want some type of a business deal or whatever the case may be. Yellow lights are kind of like the things where you just kind of like, you're cautiously going through something, right? So like you're, you still go through it as if you're going through a green light, but you're being a little bit more cautious because you're being more realistic with yourself. You're like, okay, I'm going through this, knowing the risk and seeing them and assessing them kind of stuff like that. Red lights are just one of those things like, okay, like stop for a second, like really just look at this, take a second, take it in. Cause I, before you go, you got to like really look at the grand scheme of things and what's about to happen, like the situation. Right. And I think for us, like it's kind of been, we've had a lot of like yellow and red lights Yeah. just because of like, we've been kind of like, I would like to say like from the first season that we started, like, you know, we've grown a lot as people and with growing, it comes, it comes with a lot of trying to understand the new normalities that surround us. Right. So like we're exposed to a lot of different things, right? Like it's again, like that's, it's that one saying trying to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. If that even, does that, I don't no, know no, no, that, that that's like one of my favorite yeah. quotes. Yeah. So like you, that, and that's, I think that's what I'm, I, at least on my part, that's what I've been trying to. Well, like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think definitely speaking from, from that point too, like there's been a lot of uncomfort, like as of, 
as of even just the last like couple months, like there's just been a lot of, um, you know, like not only emotional, but like physical and, and, you know, just like, I mean, like there's a lot of things that have gone on, like in my personal life recently, like, you know, stuff that I, I can't really talk too deep into, you know, that's like has to do with, you know, my family and, and people who I, I'm not going to speak on their behalfs, but, you mm. know, just hard, hard times for, you know, people in, in my life and people that I love. And, um, I, I obviously have a, you know, a, a, f- a fairly small circle and, uh, um, you know, when, when some of those people that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really close with and, and some of my family members are, are going through it, um, like I, I kind of take it upon myself emotionally where I kind of like, I'm feeling a lot of those same emotions as, as they are. And I'm, I'm, I'm right there going through it with them. Um, and, and I mean, while I was having a really hard time handling all my own personal stuff, so kind of having my own things get put on the back burner and not releasing and dealing with, you know, a lot of, um, you know, the, the prior stuff, like, I mean, obviously as a lot of people know, like I had, I had a hard time with, uh, you know, like pills and drugs and stuff like that and, and kind of living my life using that as my coping tool to learning how to try to cope with things and, and, you know, be the adult and be appropriately dealing with things. And then having my dad pass away, um, that was like a, you know, a, a, a new thing for me to try to like, okay, now I got to cope with this, but I got to learn how to cope properly. So I, it was a lot of taking these things that I wasn't, um, coping with from the past, putting those things on my, on my plate and then putting all these new things on my plate all the while trying to learn how to actually cope and how to deal with things. Um, and it, like, it's just, it's still something that I, like, I've still got a lot of things that are on the backlog, a lot of things that I'm still kind of working to put in the forefront and, and actually work through. I'm still trying to get a consistent counselor and, and a lot of these things as they build up and they, and they, you know, take a lot of uh, space in my thoughts and they take a lot of space in my mind, um, you know, when, when other people are going through things and trying to, you know, not disregard all my own stuff, but trying to be somebody who's, you know, helpful, uh, you know, very empathetic. Like I, I, I want to try to see everybody do the best. Um, but obviously if you can't, if you can't be your best, how are you going to best serve somebody else? Right. So, um, obviously me not taking care of, uh, not taking care of myself, uh, it, it caused a lot of harm. And I, and I know, you know, like my friends and stuff, like, I, I know you've seen that too, like where mm-hmm. I just like, completely disregarded a lot of, um, a lot of my friendships and a lot of my other relationships. And, um, it's, it's hindered a lot of other growth in, in other areas of my life. Um, but it's kind of been like over the past couple, I'd, I'd say for really the past couple weeks, like getting back on track now, um, to where I feel like I was before and kind of taking accountability and reassessing like, okay, like, these are the things that, you know, I need to put front of mind, um, all the while I I need to continue to stay up to date with the responsibilities that I have on my plate. Um, cause yeah, like, like I said before, I just kind of like, 
I kind of ran from the baby. Like I, I ditched it. Like, you know, like I knocked somebody up and I just fucking ran away. Yeah. Like that was kind of what I was doing with my, um, you know, my current life. And I was just living in my past life of like all the things that were eating away at me and all the things that were, you know, heavy on my plate. I was yeah. just staying stuck back there and, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't get out of it. And, uh, I mean, obviously part of the reason is, uh, is not talking about, you know, a lot of the stuff that's going on, but also kind of trying to figure out what it is that is going on. Um, I didn't even really understand what, you know, why, why am I so mad every day? And why am I so upset every day? What, like, what is going on and not asking those kind of critical questions to myself. Um, so really not knowing what, you know, what the actual deal is. So how are you going to fix something if you don't know what the root of the problem is? Right. So yeah, anyway, that's kind of it. Like, the thing is, is like, you know, and this is one of the, this is why we stress it so much because, you know, it's, it's something we, we talk about a lot and just because we talk about it doesn't mean we're perfect at it. If, if anything, we're, we're probably the worst at it, but like, <laughs> yeah, we always try to emphasize the most important thing to do is trying to recognize what's going on and assess what's going on and trying to at least understand and acknowledge that there's an issue, that something's going on, right? Yeah. And like, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm I'm good at acknowledging it, but I am fucking terrible at trying to find a solution to it because the thing is, is like with me, when I don't find a solution quick enough, I get discouraged very easily. Yeah. I don't know if that's just my personality as a creator because like, I don't know, but it's it's, it's hard to kind of like, that's, I think that's the biggest, like the, the, the biggest step. Okay. The biggest step is at least recognizing that you have a problem. And a lot of people have a tough time doing that because they just yeah. fucking, they like putting a cover on it, like saying, oh, it's fucking, it's just because of this. It's because of X, Y, and Z, this is happening. Right. When realistically X, Y, and Z is not the, re- yeah. the real reason why that Shift issue is blame happening. and not admit. Yeah, defeat, exactly. Right? Like you're not, you're not being honest with yourself. Right. And yeah. when you can at least the making the, biggest step with just the first step is being honest with yourself then you can at least you know start to take smaller steps to try and you know come up with a solution to solve the issue yeah right but and but again that's the second battle it's trying to find something trying to find a way to cope or deal with and, and deal with the the situation for me like um it was more so like and I've, I've said this to Nick and we've, we've, we've talked back and forth like quite a few, quite a bit. And I wanted to actually get a podcast going like a little while ago, maybe like a few weeks ago, but there was something in me that wasn't ready. Um, and I'm not trying to say like, you know, like, you know, like we were procrastinating or like there was just like life was getting the better off. It was literally just from me a standpoint. Well, okay. So what I, what I noticed is when I came back from my trip um, from the Olympia, Orlando, Obviously we filmed two podcasts or do we film? Yeah, we filmed we two. F- we filmed two. We filmed yeah. two. So like, you know, when our first podcast back, we filmed and it felt great. But I think what was happening was, um, you know, after the trip, you know, like I'm drained. I'm like, I'm like creatively, course, I'm like, yeah. I'm like slumped. Right. And, you know, it, again, this has nothing to do. Like there's, there's no, there's no one to blame for any of this. It was just literally timing wise of like what was happening. So like I come back from like a month trip of just like constantly shooting and stuff like that, which again, I'm not going to discredit. I love every minute of that. Mm -hmm. But I think the problem was I didn't give myself a break. 
So yeah. when I came back home, I took like maybe a week or two off to kind of just like chill out and relax. But I honestly don't think that was enough time. And well, I, more or less because you had to. Like yeah. that wasn't even really like by choice almost yeah. for you, right? Yeah, because like, like the thing is, is like I think one of the things that I realized is like as like, you know, when when I'm with Chris, obviously like a lot of people watch what he does and I don't know what the fuck's going on with him, but like every time <laughs> like he competes, he gets yeah. like a million followers and it's just fucked. Like the, the, the type of engagement and the growth that he has on his social platforms is just fucking insane. Like dude, he, I, it's I, crazy. I, yeah. I watch his YouTube literally by the day go up thousands and thousands of subscribers. And I'm like, what do you like? He hasn't posted a video and he got 5,000 yeah. subscribers. Like this is like not normal. Cause usually YouTube is super like, like you don't get rewarded a lot. Right. And they're just like, fucking, I don't even know. He's just getting thousands of subscribers a day, which is very, that's I like, honestly on YouTube, that's hard to do, man. Like that's well, really yeah, hard to you do. You usually hear the there's other like, side of yeah, the Yeah. There's coin, like, right? pe there's dude, there's people literally fighting, doing giveaways to try and get more subscribers. Yeah. He's just sitting there posting videos once every like four or five days where there's like actual like full-time YouTubers fucking, not saying that he's not a full-time YouTuber, but actual like they get paid their main source of income is YouTube That's and they're posting they every yeah. fucking day and they're getting like a few hundred subscribers. Right. Yeah. So like, I think the thing is like, for me, like when I came back from my trip, I was pretty creatively, I was pretty burnt out. So I tried to give mm -hmm. myself a few days to kind of just like get back into the rhythm of things. The other thing is too, is like my routine was completely fucking out of whack. Like it was fucked. Right. Cause like my routine went before I left was, you know, I get up, go to spin, you know, I had a very early day. Like I got up at like six, seven, yeah. um, which to some of you guys may not be early. It's just average, know, but that's, like, that's but like, early. but if like, you don't have to be up at that time. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't yeah, want to no, be up fine. that time. But like, you know, I get up like around that time, you know, I go to spin, come back home, have breakfast, go to, go to the gym, smash some weights. Yeah. And then et cetera, coffee shop kind of shit like that. So that was my routine. And then go obviously going to, the trip, like my routine's completely different because my focus, my my focus is documenting fucking Chris's life, right? So I come back, you know, give myself a little bit of buffer. Don't think it was enough. Yeah. And now what I have to do is the, the the biggest the biggest pressure point for me was okay. I made Chris a video last year, his show day video that got one point five million views. Which so, to anybody who who. If if you haven't watched that video, go watch it. But yeah. if you've but that watched was it, you, that you, was, you, you understand yeah, that you was, know what went into that was that video. 2019. I made Chris's like show day video and it was like yeah. an hour long. Right. Um, and that was like one of my, I didn't think it was like perfect. I thought it could be better. So yeah. now I put the pressure on myself. I'm like, fuck, how do I make that better? Right. Cause it got fucking a 1.5 million. That's like one of his most viewed videos ever. Yeah. Right. So now as a creator, I'm just like, and as a friend, like, fuck man, like now how do I make this? You just up the ante. Yeah, right? I, have to, like, I have to fucking make this better. Like, yeah. and you know what? Like, here's the thing with Chris and why I love him. It's just like, he doesn't care. Like he just wants me, he, he trusts me and he will let me just do my thing. Mm -hmm. But part of that is like, for me, as his, as his friend, I don't want to disappoint him. You know, yeah. I want to make sure like he, again, I could probably film a fucking video off of my iPhone and he wouldn't care. But yeah. like realistically as a friend, like he doesn't deserve that. I think with all the stuff that he went through in his life, he deserves to, he deserves his life in my, in my perspective. I think he, his life deserves to be shown in the most authentic way. And I had to try and do that now. Right. Yeah. So like now I'm looking at like, Hey, last year I had a bunch of people talk about his life and now I want to focus on family and I want to show people like all the, 
kind of things that he had to go through to get to this place. Because like, well, a lot of people don't understand is like, when you become a champion, it's one thing. Yeah. But to continue to be a champion and yeah. to also be so young at an age where he was like, dude, he started, he start, like he turned pro like 22, 21. And then- Which after, is insane. Yeah. And the first year that he turned pro, he won, uh, like, I don't think a lot of people know this, but like, he is one of the only pros that has never placed lower than second place in his pro career. I didn't know that. Which is fucking insane. He's also one of the only, he's the first Canadian to ever win a title. So like, he has a unique story and like, it's my job to kind of show you, like show you guys that like, you know, like him growing up and like doing this at such a young age, like there's a lot of things that like you go through as a, like even as us, mm-hmm. you know, our age, cause he's like one year older than us. Like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we have to figure about about our own lives and our own personalities and stuff like that. So imagine trying to do that, but also being like at the top of your sport, Literally. a high influencer, yeah. like you're, you're dealing with so much. You, their eyes are on you. Well, yeah. Like, especially you know I mean? with the amount of eyes that are, like you said, continuously exactly. growing on yeah. him. So like, like, so like the thing is, is like, yeah, it's like, it's a lot of pressure. So like, I want to showcase that, like, this is exactly the things that he went through and how do I do that? You know, mm-hmm. like, how do I do that? So, of course, me, like, trying to do it the best that I can. I'm, like, going through four years of footage that I have with him. Going back, like, dude, I'm going as far as back as his first ever YouTube video posted on, posted yeah. ever. And I was, like, I don't even know, like, 2016, 20, whatever. Jeez. Like, long time ago, yeah. man. And I'm, like, watching hours and hours and hours. And then, like, there's just, again, I don't want to have to, I don't want to drain you guys and explain to you, like, all the shit that's required to make a fucking documentary. Like it's a lot, like just take my word for it. Yeah. It's a lot. But like now, like what's going through my head is like, how the fuck do I like, it's, it's just hard. Like, I don't know how to make this any better. So like, I think what happened is also I started to like, kind of worry, like, am I going to make this any better than what it was? I started to like, I started to question my own ability. Yeah. Self doubts. You know? So like, I'm like stressing. I'm like, hey, fuck, like I got to do this. So I was able to get part one done and I was pretty happy with that. But now I have part two and three. And that's basically the day before show day and also show day. Yeah. And and I'm like, fuck, okay, whatever. So I got part one out. And then after that, I'm like, okay, well, let's just take a little bit of a buffer so I can kind of recalibrate, get some new ideas to do part second, two and three. But at that same time, I've been focusing on this one thing and I'm sure all of you guys know, um, I've always, my, in my, my whole life, I've always wanted to start a production company and that's what I finally did. And uh, if you guys don't know, but I started a production company called Rush Hour Media with my, with my business partner who lives in Toronto, which I'm actually going to in April, on April 14th, um, Kofi. And I was excited. I was, I was pumped. I was like ready to go. Um, and I like, I'm grateful. I'm like, I'm so happy that I did it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like super excited that I'm finally doing something that I want to do. And like, I've, I've been able to get myself to the point where I've started a production company. Yeah. And because this was my goal, that's it. Right. But the timing of things just didn't work out couldn't really. Be, yeah, it it, it was off. a little bit, it wasn't convenient. Let's just say the least. And I'm yeah. not trying to say that like I should have started this later. I, everything happens for a reason, 100%. right? And like I just have to deal with the, what the cars have been uh, been dealt with, right? Mm-hmm. So, but that was also the other issue was I wasn't controlling everything. I, I was trying to control everything at once. So I launched this production company, 
And now I still have part two and three to go. But now as soon as Kofi comes to BC, when we start the production company, we got like six, seven projects, man. And we're shooting. We're, we literally did not stop shooting from the day that he came to the day that he left. And he left on February 22nd and he came to BC on February, um, February 10th or 8th or something like that. So okay. like he was there for like like two, a week and a half or two weeks. I don't know. I don't know right. how long that is. But so like we're shooting every single day. Like we're not taking a break. So the chances of me being able to edit anything is very slim. I didn't yeah. edit shit. So I'm going through this whole entire past two weeks to like just trying to figure out like how to mitigate all this business stuff for rush hour and like trying to figure out like, you know, how am I also going to come up with ideas to make this documentary for Chris? And also the the part of the thing as well was like, there was a lot of stuff on my, on my end personally, I was going through. Right. And also moving and all this kind of stuff. Like there was, there was just a lot on my plate. Right. And I was, I got to the point where I got so like scatterbrained and like, I got so overwhelmed. I put so much on my plate. I just shut down and I just, I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't, I couldn't go on social media. I couldn't do anything. I just like, I was so burnt out because I didn't give myself a break that I just, I completely shut down. I didn't. If you I don't take the break, life's going to give you the break. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's make you. yeah, literally man. Like, and there was a week where I literally just, I didn't text anyone. I didn't, you know, I didn't go on my socials. I didn't, I just, I tried to just like be quiet and just kind of focus on like, okay, what do I need to do next? What do I need to do next? But what happened was I ended up procrastinating more and more and more. I kept telling myself, right. oh, I need some more time. I need some more time, which realistically I did. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, uh, I, I, I was, I was all over the place still. Like I thought I was giving myself a break, but I wasn't, you know, like, cause like yeah. there were so many things that were like, that was going on. And from when I got back from Orlando, I just, I didn't, I didn't see like a, an end to all the stuff that I was doing. Like it just kept going on and on and on and on and on. And like, I didn't, I didn't know what things to approach first, what things to take attack. I was just kind of just like right. filling myself, keeping myself busy, right. but I wasn't realistically like being efficient with it. You know You're what I mean? Kind of like blindly, I don't know. blindly going at it yeah, kind of like exactly getting like, tasks done, but like in no particular order really. Yeah, like ex- you're just kind of exactly. Like, yeah. Like it's just, things are just being thrown at my face and I just try and get it done. Yeah. You know, but I'm like, I'm, I, I'm, just, I'm just dealing with whatever I have in front of me. Mm-hmm. Right. So like that was just like, like, I don't know how to explain it because like, obviously a lot of you guys listening or a lot of, a lot of people that like, you know, tune in it's just like, being a creator, there's so many things that like, I can't explain to you that, because here's the thing. If I were to sit you down and try and explain all the things that creators go through, you, you still wouldn't understand because it's like, yeah. it's a thing of experience, right? Yeah. And I to give like a little bit of like, um, like to kind of attest to like what you're saying with that. Cause like, obviously like, I, like, I feel like, you know, I've seen you do your job to like a fair degree, but like to nowhere near like what you do on a consistent basis and like, especially the back end work that goes into what you do. But ch- kind of like just for, for preference, when he says like, like he could explain it and you still won't understand. When I've watched him do like an entire full day of like covering like, like the Popeye's Fall Classic, for example, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. He, films the entire day running around back and forth he doesn't drink water he doesn't eat food he doesn't use the bathroom he literally is just running around filming 
So like you can kind of get a good ex- like a good like basis of like that is what a typical day of him working plus you know like th- so anyway continue. Yeah, no, with that's that. actually a good example because I actually didn't think that you've ever seen me but you seen me work, but that's yeah, you have long time ago though, right? But long like, time ago, so that's why I'm saying like yeah. more has been added, more of the equipment has been added, more of the you know the back end stuff the, and, the, and the, the production has gone up, right? Like hundred percent and. It, it's, it was funny because I've, I've been trying to think of like how to, how I'm going to approach this topic of like, and try and explain what I do. But like, realistically, like there's no really simple way to put it other than like, there's so much that goes on in a creator's mind mentally mm-hmm. that like, it's, it, it's so hard to elaborate because like, there's certain things that like, you know, like when you're given the job and responsibility of trying to be creative, like. There's so much that goes into it, man. There's so much, you know, it's not just filming and shooting and trying to get the right shot. It's also editing, sound design, you know, storyboarding, cuts, color grading, like all this shit that like people don't understand. There's like a very, it's, it's such a detailed type of environment where like you have to like pay attention to so many little things. And I think that's probably what my biggest flaw is, is like, I have a, I have a tendency to try and control like a lot of little things, right? Like I'm, I'm very like, I don't know if it's like an OCD, but like my attention to detail is like, it's good, but it's like too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I need to make it's sure overwhelming that Yeah. It's overwhelming. So like, that's why, like when I'm, you know, I'm trying to make this fucking goddamn show day video, like perfect. I'm like literally comparing this video from next year. I have it side by side on my monitors. I'm like, okay, this is what I did there. And like, this is what the, everything looked like. I'm like at the smallest little details. And to be like, you look like a psychopath. Yeah. Like like literally like, like I would literally watch the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over again. And to see if it got any better. And like, that's another thing too, is like, if you watch something over and over again so much, you don't know if it's good anymore. Yeah. You become numb to it. Right. Like even like, and to be completely honest, like I think I did a pretty good job for the last two ones. I mean, I fucking seen it 6,000 times. <laughs> so I fucking hope. Yeah. Right. But like, it's, I think to kind of like put a little bit of perspective and trying to, if, for you guys to take away, like whatever it is that you do, you have to understand that a lot of people will never understand what you do. Whether if you're an electrician, mm-hmm. you're a plumber, you're fucking install security systems, you're fucking, you know, you're a tradesman or anything like that. If you try and explain to someone what you do and they think like, oh, that's fucking sounds easy. Just remember that they've never been in your shoes. Yeah. Everything sounds easy. Everything sounds easy when you on paper, but it's, it's not. And I think one of the things is too, is like, because my job is so oriented on social media, I put a lot of pressure on myself because I always like, I, and I know I shouldn't do this. And like Chris tries to tell me, he's like, dude, who cares about what you post? But like, I think that's one of my biggest things is like when you have so many people watching what you do every, any, any negative comment or anything like that you take in because like everything I make, it's a piece of me. Yeah, exactly. I put so much time and effort into it. So whenever someone has a, a sense of criticism against it, that like just it hits. Yeah. It hits. Hard, yeah. And I know like I should take it in, take, try and take it in positively and like try and get something out of that. But like, mm-hmm. it's hard because like you attach yourself so emotionally and you're so emotionally invested into a project where that if someone says something about it, you take it personally. Yeah. And like, I'm trying to be better at that. You know, I'm trying to, but like, it's hard when you invest so much time in it. And especially with all the pressure of just like trying to make something better than Mm -hmm. something else before. Like, it's just like, it's a lot. Right. So like, that's kind of like what my part was a little bit longer, but like, it's kind of like what I've been going through. Like, it's just like, I, I, I stack, I stack too much. 
I stacked too much on my plate and I, um, I got overwhelmed mm-hmm. and that to kind of like, you know, attribute to what you were saying is like, you know, like that started to impact like my life, like physically and mentally with my friends and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I started to distance myself. I started to, I started to actually lash out on other people. You know what I mean? I started to get frustrated on other people for no reason. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because like, I'm usually not that kind of a person, but like, I think that's what happens is when you get, when you get so like emotionally overwhelmed with stuff, well, you're you don't like know. against the wall almost. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like it's just, you don't know. Got, you feel like you've got no outlet. Yeah. Right? There's like, there's like, that's the, that's the only escape. And unfortunately, um, like I, I can like, uh, uh, like again, like uh, like I was kind of saying before, like my circle's fairly small, and it's like the people who I'm around like very often is like direct family. So it's like my mom is one of the main people who I'm around, and it's like um, I've noticed that, like you know, mm-hmm. being being uh, you know having so much build up and being so over overwhelmed, and then having like that that outlet being frustration or being anger or being upset. And then having that being directly onto, you know, your friends or directly in my case onto my mom, like that's, that's, you know, that's, that's not the person that I am. Like, I'm not an angry person. I'm mm-hmm. not a person who, you know, disrespects my mom or makes my mom feel bad or upset yeah. or anything. And it's like to, to, to have that happen really like you go through like a whole like 360 of like, what the hell am I doing, dude? Like what is going on? Mm. Like it's, it's very frustrating. Like being, yeah. being in that position because you know? like, you know that you're doing these things, but like, you don't know why, right? It's like, like you're it's watching. Just like, yeah. It's just like, if I were to put you in that corner and like keep shoving you, the only thing that you're going to want to do is you're going to push back and go out. Right. Exactly. So it's like, it's like the only way that you know how to get out is by being, I guess, more aggressive towards. Other yeah. It's like, things. it's just hostility. Yeah. It's just almost, hostility. Right? And it's weird how it brews up. I don't know if that's just like something that like, I feel like a lot of people kind of go with that. Like it's, it's really hard when you're pinned in the corner, you don't know any other way out than by just like brute force. Right. Yeah. Really. You know, it's just like, it's, it's a survival instinct. Yeah, it's like, really like at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. That's, that's, it's true. It's just like when you feel like you're trapped, you just, it's, you fight or fight. It's kind of like a flight or fight thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Only in, in this circumstance, like, you're the one who put yourself in the wall. Like, mm-hmm. or like, uh, like yeah, I, yeah. I can say that you, I'm the one who put myself against the wall. Like I backed myself in there. I'm the yeah. one who was shoving myself and beating myself down and, you know, constantly like, you know, filling my, you know, my own head with, you know, the, the self doubts and the mm-hmm. self talk and the, you know, like, you know, you're never going to get out of this cycle. You're always going to feel b- bad. You're always going to feel depressed. You're always going to feel upset. You're always mm-hmm. going to, you know, you're not going to be enough. You're not going to be able to, you know, break out of these things. And it's like the longer you stay in those, you know, those ruts and like mm-hmm. the more you build up that, that talk, it's like the worse it gets and the harder and harder it is to bounce back. Right. So it's a, uh, it's a dangerous place to get into. And mm-hmm. it's it like it, I don't know, man, it, it is really, really difficult to, yeah to kind of find like a one way fix for it. But I mean, um, it's a lot of, it's a lot of time and experience that you got to like, kind of just like, you have to learn how to get out of that corner without being so, you know, aggressive or hostile. mm -hmm. Right. Because like, that's kind of like, like you were saying, it's kind of just almost instinct. Right. And you know, that's, I think that's part of like the growing phase of like trying to be comfortable with when you're put in uncomfortable situations. Right. It's trying to be like, okay, how can I back myself out of this corner mm-hmm. without being a fucking asshole towards other people <laughs> yeah. pretty much, right? And I think a lot of it is just to just like 
it's it's all a matter of balance. Like even for like with us, like with the things that we were going through, and if we were able to kind of just mitigate more things properly, I bet you we wouldn't be in the circumstances that we are in right now. Like mm-hmm. if I was able to like, you know, timely plan, you know, when Kofi was going to come and trying to do like edit in certain periods or like times or like, you know, maybe I was a little bit more action oriented and like being like spending proper time. But I think a lot of it was also just like, you know, I, because of all that pressure, it, it, it kind of like, it kind of, all that pressure on me kind of just forced me to kind of just like shut down and I didn't want to work. Yeah. Right. Because I was just like scared because like, I feel like I wasn't, wasn't good enough to be able to create something that was better than last year. So I kind of was just like, fuck it. You know, like it's, it's, it's like a lost, I almost, it almost looked at, I'm not going to lie. There was a part, there was a point where like, I just saw it as a lost cause. And like, that's the mentality that I, I hope to never go back into. And yeah. I hope that anyone never goes back. And it's just like, when you get pinned in that corner, the last thing you want to do is give up. Right. Because that just leads to a really dark hole that you do not want to go down because that just, you're just, you're pretty much basically staying in that quarter in fetal position that's and you're yeah, never that's getting out of it. Exactly that's, what it is. That's, that's what, that's pretty much what, what happened to me. And it took a lot for me to get back on my toes and just like kind of, and get back in my routine. Like, oh, I'm, I'm doing a little bit better. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay guys. I'm just like, I'm not fucking, <laughs> you know, I'm not like, I was going through a lot, but not like terrible amounts, you yeah. know, like, I'm I'm starting to get back on my feet. I'm starting to get back into routine. I'm trying to, I'm actually getting Jeremy to call me every morning at five in the morning. <laughs> so it's been, it's been rough. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be completely honest. Like there's been some mornings where he calls me at five. I fucking get up, go downstairs, slam a liter of water. And then I just legit, I see the couch and just like, <laughs> and I just fucking knock out for like another 45 minutes. Um, so it's been, it's been a little bit, uh, different to kind of get back in my routine. But as long as I'm taking the next steps and one of the other things too, is just like, I think honestly, I hate to blame uh, mental issues, but like, I actually think that I need to go see like an actual psychiatrist to like, probably not a bad idea to like assess whether or not like the severity of my ADD. Mm -hmm. Cause like, I think a lot of it, I don't know if I was procrastinating or if I was actually going through like some type of a, creator's block or whatever, but there was some, something didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what it was. And I honestly, I, I, I think I know what it was, but I, I'm not a hundred percent sure if it was actually like my ADD or anything like that. So like, I think I definitely need to go see some type of a, what is it? I don't know. Like there's, there's different doctors that like actually access like whether if you have ADD, I don't know if it's a psychiatrist, it's like psychologist. I don't know. It's like, I'm not too sure. I don't, I'm fucking not, don't, I don't I, know. I, I Maybe don't, my family doctor can do it for me too, but like, I'm sure that he could probably help, but I definitely don't want Adderall though. Cause that no, shit fucked no, with me. Fuck that. I don't know if you guys remember if I talked about it, but when I took Adderall for like two days, yeah. it was like 25 minutes. You had Chantel on for, for that. Uh, yeah. I had, sh- I was like wired, but then the next yeah. day, like, dude, I was like literally depressed. I was like literally depressed. I feel like that was probably what happened. Like when I got back from Orlando, I probably was like so overwhelmed. I got like went into a little bit of a rut of like a small little depression. Yeah. I mean, like, re- like realistically, like, you know, coming back, coming off of a high like that, you know, like your, your endorphins and, and all the chemicals in your brain are like fired up. And then all of a sudden they just crash because, okay, it's back home. It's work time. It's time to like, just kind of like focus on the projects that I have. Like, you know, everything's just crashing down. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's just like, it's like, like it's, 
all the again anxiety that builds up like you're yeah like you said you're on cloud nine for such a long time but when mm-hmm. you come back and you're not not in that situation anymore it's just like oh what's this yeah you know what i mean like oh well what? man you know like i'm i i i know what that's like all so well um because like obviously like with like um things like percocet and oxycon and stuff like the stuff that i used to take all those things make those endorphins like stay high. And then obviously the next day, once those things are out of your system, it's literal Kate depression, 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 depression. And it's like the only ways to fix that, you is know, more. short term is just more. Right. So obviously that's how, that's how anybody gets addicted to drugs. <laughs> like a little <laughs> short talk, but anyway, um, I still do take, um, uh, suboxone, which is like a treatment for opiates. Um, so basically it, it kind of like tricks your brain into thinking that you're receiving those things, but you're not actually getting high. Um, so basically I've been on uh, like a maintenance dose and have been tapering off ever since uh, whatever it's been like sick. I've lost count, but it's been like six, like over six months now or something. Um, but it's like, I've, I've noticed that now every time that I hit a lower dose, mm-hmm. My mood and my like everything just tanks, and I can feel like all those uh, all those chemicals in my brain just crashing again. Mm-hmm. And and until my body gets used to that maintenance dose, mm-hmm. that lower dose, and it's just like each time. So it's kind of like something that I've something but, that I've kind of noticed, like but, but something so, that I've got to get used to so, until I've so, completely tapered off. So when you so every time you go down a lower dose, like how long does that phase last? Where you're just like. You're like, I don't know, I hate to say it like this, but like you're in a slump for a little bit, obviously. Yeah, it's like, I think the last one was almost like a month because it was like one of the, I guess like, I think it was from like Like 12. was it a big drop or? <sighs> I guess. I mean, I, I guess don't know how this, I don't know how this, I don't know, I don't know how this medication works. I, but like, yeah, I'm st- like, I'm not like, obviously I'm not a doctor, so I don't know yeah. how the, how it works a hundred percent, but like. From like I think I went from like twelve to eight or something, and then we went back up to ten because it was too low. And it's yeah. like, like literal like suicidal thoughts, like that bad. Like it gets like super super low, and like you literally are in that fucking mindset where it's just mm-hmm. like, dude, like it, this is not worth living because mm-hmm. like it's so hard to just like go through a normal day. Like you don't want to get into your your routine. It's like that's that's like to people who know me, like that's not, that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, it's hard to like go into that and then k- kind of get back to a baseline and then anticipate another drop and another dip. But it gets, it gets better. It's like, it's just like something that you kind of have to, you kind of have to just walk the steps and just move through. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so like when you, when you go back to your doctor, like how frequent is it to that? Were you asking him like, like, okay, like, or does he reevaluate your dose or whatever? Oh yeah. He, he, he reevaluates it. So it's like, they kind of look at like an overview of everything. Like the, uh, I forget the actual doctor, what his name is. Yeah. I've talked to him for so long now that I feel kind of bad that I don't know his name. <laughs> um, but it's the, uh, the Abbotsford Opiate Addiction Center, um, they're, they're fantastic there. So anybody who does need help with stuff like that, I would recommend going there because they'll actually walk you through how to kind of 
mitigate the side effects and how to mitigate any of, you know, falling off track. And, and mm-hmm. I, like ever since I've gone to them, I've stayed on track. Like I've, mm-hmm. I haven't messed up or thought about going back at like as dark and as bad as the days, um, you know, in a slump have ever gotten. I've never turned around and been like, okay, like I'm just going to go the other way with it. Um, mm-hmm. Like I've never gotten that far with it. So mm-hmm. anyway, they, they kind of, uh, the doctor who's there reassesses kind of like where you're at as far as um, like how your life is going. Like, you know, are you feeling pretty good day to day? Like, do you have in, any days in between that you're, you know, pretty depressed or pretty sad or, or you know, something's going on or whatever? Or do you have like big events that are going to be kind of stressful in your life? Um, like thinking, you know, f- f- like far enough in the future to where they can kind of predict like, Okay, it's mm. a good idea for us to drop down or it's not they can kind of time yeah. it better than better than you can obviously um so it's 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 a very very helpful does he um, does system he re- to use does he recommend that you stay away from other things like i don't know smoking tobacco alcohol or other like medications like advil or whatever the fuck like what it would i it, mean uh, pro- would it be counterproductive I, to use those i wouldn't think that advil would be like, like, I, like smoking I've, weed or something i don't know I don't know. Like, I, I think anything that you've had a problem with, like if, if you've had a problem with alcohol, if you've had a problem with, you know, other illicit drugs, like I think. Those well, you definitely don't have be- a problem with alcohol because I can barely get you out the fucking house. So. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like nothing else other than that, like has been an ad- like an addictive um, substance or anything like mm. I I pretty much won't smoke weed at all. Like, yeah, I just I don't care for it. Like, I, I, I don't think that there's like unless it's in your nature, I guess. Do you think that do you feel so? So this is an interesting question and I feel like I'm interviewing you, but that's fine. But <laughs> do you do you, so because of like obviously the stuff that you, you've used in the past and you've been addicted to, do you think that like marijuana like. I say it like so, like <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> but but do you think Sound that like a state official? <laughs> do you think that? Do you think that smoking weed will kind of like, like I hate saying this. I'm probably gonna get fucking reamed out for this. But like, do you think that it's gonna be like a gateway to get back into those kind of things again? Like, are you asking me personally? Yes, or are you, you asking, personally. No, no. So if you were to the smoke only, weed again, do you you don't think that like you won't be experimental and like all. try not shrooms and then shrooms will lead to this and that and that? No, because I mean like like I, I mean shrooms know. aren't like addictive anyway. No, but, like, like it's still like that's it, what I mean. Like do you, like do you think that those are could potentially be gateways for maybe not you but other people that could have been in your situations for somebody else? Like, would you maybe. say that those are okay substitutes? I, I, I would personally say, because I mean, like smoking weed has helped me when I was trying to get off of everything that I was doing before. So it's kind of like, I don't know, it can be a good like tool for people to use. I personally don't do it at all because it just makes me paranoid <laughs> and I eat too much. So it's kind of like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. And I don't want to add that stress into my yeah. life. So it's kind of like, I don't know, other people that maybe like paired the two, like, you know, hard drugs and weed like <laughs> maybe like i don't know like that's something that they might struggle yeah, with but fucking relax <laughs> i don't know man like that's for me just something that i i don't see like being you know being yeah. something that would would be a problem for 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 me personally or for for i i couldn't see it being a problem for very many people personally yeah it, it, yeah i'm like again i've never gone down the roads where i've ever used like any type of like those 
I've never smoked. Well, I have smoked. What am I saying? <laughs> I have smoked weed. I've just never like gone well, to the extent said you where you took like, Adderall. <laughs> yeah, I took Adderall. So like, that's like, but to being completely fair, like, I'm, I don't know if I, like, there's so many different types of medication that are for people that have ADD. That's I just true. don't know which one to use. Obviously, I use yeah. the wrong thing because I fucking went into You content. also did use a lot. Yeah, I used a <laughs> shit ton by accident. So that was <laughs> not doing that again. But like, I don't, like, that's the thing is like, I don't, even if I were to go see a psychiatrist or sociologist, well, I don't know what the fucking, what doctor I have to see. Psychologist, whatever. Maybe. No, what, I, there's a certain doctor that like actually- Psychotherapist. Like, Maybe it, but they're, they actually have the ability to like give you a prescription based off of what your, 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 what ADD you have, like, or whatever, the severity of ADD that you have or whatever. Like, cause there's so many different types. Pharmacologist. I don't fucking know. I don't know what it's called, but I'm pretty sure. No, no. It's like, it's someone that actually evaluates people that have like OCD, ADD. I think it's a psychiatrist. Pretty sure they're the, they're like, they're like medically licensed to like give prescriptions. I think it's psychiatrist. Or a psychologist. <laughs> Whatever starts with a P. What's one of those two? They all start with P's. It's definitely not a counselor because the counselor just sits there and talks. How do you feel? Yeah, it's like, how do you feel right now? But um, if, you want to, if anyone wants to recommend some counselors uh, in the lower mainland, please we're do. We're looking. Yeah, we're, we're looking. But um, We're taking resumes right now. So. Yeah. Um, but like... I've never been into the situation where I've like smoked weed consistently or done anything else. I was like, I don't even know. Like, I feel like, like on a daily basis. Yeah. Kind of like, thing? yeah, yeah. Like on a daily, I've never used anything on a daily basis besides pre-workout. Okay. That, <laughs> but also, I don't know if like, yeah, like that's other than caffeine and <laughs> a lot right. of caffeine. But um, I mean, like, look at, look at that. Like, look at people who get uh, like addicted to caffeine and have like caffeine withdrawals, get headaches, nosebleeds, like, you know, nosebleeds. Yeah. Like, I guess that's from like too much caffeine in one dose or something when you raise no your blood thing. pressure too high. No it's such a, thing. It's definitely not thing. for me. Look at, well, okay. Maybe not for you, but I know some people have gotten that. I before. think the most amount of caffeine I've had in one like span of an hour is probably like three grams. That's a lot. Yeah, because I think what I did... That's a lot. I don't know when it was. Well, I probably fucking had a seizure. <laughs> that's probably Dude, why I don't you, remember it. But I'm lot. pretty sure I downed a monster and then um, and then I ended up like... I'm pretty sure I've seen you drink two monsters back to back. Oh, yeah, like that's multiple, easy. That's, multiple that's, times. That's not that much, though. That's like 300 megs of caffeine. That's nothing. That's, uh, that's like scoop of pre-workout. That's nothing. a little over. Whatever. 325. There you go. 350. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen you pair pre-workout and caffeine. I've def. Oh, I've dived. I'm pretty sure me and Kofi, when we were shooting, because we were getting so tired, um, after our shoot day, we fucking downed a monster. We, we, we literally mixed pre-workout with the monster. And it was, we used Redcon 1, which is like, I think 300 megs of caffeine. So that's like an, that's an easy fucking... 500 megs right there just and that we did don't that care about your heart at all no clearly not i'm surprised i haven't had a fucking heart attack but like uh, we yeah we i down that shit like it was fucking water it was it actually tasted really good like <laughs> shut really, up don't justify no, no, it I actually i'm not even kidding because i have the uh which one do i have i have the i actually have it over there in my kitchen but it's the Redcon sour gummy bear it tastes amazing it's really good. Yeah. Sour yeah, gummy yeah. bear. Yeah. And I had the, I tried the new, I, I wanted to try the new monster, but it was the, uh, 
It was the Zero Mo- Monster Zero Ultra Fiesta. It was like the blue, the teal can. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's I, pretty good. I fucking in the fucking shaker oh. bottle, and then uh, like a just over a scoop, just like you know, honey. just over a scoop. Yeah, just like a scoop and a little. I was scooping a little extra love, right? A scoop and a sniff, <laughs> and then I put that out, shake it up, dude. It actually tasted so good, like. A lot of pre-workouts, you know how I like- I guess that's like really good pairing flavors. Oh, it was so good. Like it's kind of just but all I, candy. It's one of those things like there was so much caffeine in it. You know, when, <laughs> you know when you're drinking pre-workout and you can just feel the caffeine going down your throat? Like you can just, <laughs> you can literally feel the energy going down your throat. That's literally what it felt like. It felt like I was drinking <gasps> nuclear waste. Like that's just so fucking, disgusting. Just, it was purely radioactive, but it was, <laughs> it was the best fucking, actually, no, I didn't even work out, dude. You didn't even work out after? <laughs> so, How did you wear it so off? So what happened? Well, <laughs> so we, we shot at, uh, in Kisilano. And then we had to, we, uh, I was just like, fuck it. Like, let's go work out. Right. Um, but we didn't have a lot, we didn't have a lot of time. Um, because I had to go, we had to go back to Abbotsford cause I had to oh, go get my haircut. Right. Right. So, so, so listen, so listen, 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 but I'm like, Oh, we have a, we have a lot of time. Right. Yeah. So we, we, we drive to West coast. We go work out there. We get there. My haircut's at five and we're there at three. Right. And to get from West coast to, uh, to Abbey, it's like 40 minutes. There was no traffic, right? Yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll at least I'll have at least an hour and a half, right? And then we leave by the time we get there, I can get my haircut, right? What bad. I didn't fucking realize is like shout out private barbershop, but I didn't realize that I Dino uh Dino told me, uh, who was my barber, Dino told me that the haircut was in Chilliwack and I forgot. He's like, he's like, he actually asked me too. He asked me, he's like, Hey bro, like, would you mind coming out to Chilliwack on this day? Like, um, he's like, I I totally forgot. Like I'm cutting there. I'm like, yeah, no worries, man. It's totally fine. And that was like, he, he'd messaged me like weeks before. So like I already confirmed, I said, okay, already. Right. I had lots of heads up. So I fucked up. (laughs) So I go to West coast. I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, fucking workout. I'm on fucking a monster and a scoop of pre-workout. Right. And look at my clock at three. We're working out. Um, or actually, no. Do we get there at three, three or three thirty? Um, what, what yeah, so we get there at like three thirty. So and my haircut's at five, right? Okay. So I get there. We're working out for like thirty minutes, and then I look at my appointment, and it says Chilliwack, and I'm like, why the fuck does it say Chilliwack? <laughs> and then I look, I go to my text messages back at with Dean, and he's like, and then I literally see it right there. I'm like, hey, bro, are you okay yeah, to come to Chilliwack? Like- and there's me literally saying, <laughs> yeah, bro, totally fine. <laughs> All good. And I just, I'm like sitting in there and I'm like, fuck me. And then I just go to Kofi. I'm like, yo, uh, I got to fucking go right now because <laughs> from Coquitlam to Chilliwack, it's like an hour and 10 minutes. Right. Because yeah. for even from app, from my house to, to Chilliwack, it's yeah. like 15 minute drive. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck me. And then I'll, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Cause it's like, we just got there and I feel bad if I just like tell Kofi like, yo, we got a dip. So I'm like, yo, you stay here. You work out. I'm gonna go get my. <laughs> so did it you guys take me, the same vehicle? Yes. Holy so shit! I that's I leave, so much worse. I leave the gym at like four. Yeah. Get get to my haircut on time at least, right? Okay. But my haircut's like an hour at least because I yeah. I'm I'm fucking very extra, so yeah. I need my hair like perfectly. So my haircut's about an hour. <laughs> so by the time I get there to the to the place, it's been an hour. So Kofi's been working out for like an hour and a half. 
Then my haircuts. <laughs> then my haircuts an hour. Jesus. And then I get my haircut, and I and I and obviously I don't want to rush Dino or anything like no, that. No, no. But I didn't, the timing didn't make sense in my head. Clearly, I didn't think this through. And then I'm like, fuck. It's like six now. And I'm like, now I have to drive from Chilliwack All to Kukulu. Now it's like eight. <laughs> right? Oh my God. Because they get to there from there, it's an hour. So like, yeah. Kofi's at the fucking gym for like four or three hours. So what did he do? Did he just well, work out the whole time? Yeah, he pretty much just worked. Well, he did. Holy he, shit. he worked out and then he did cardio for like 45 minutes. And then okay. he didn't really know what to do else. So he just kind of mingled around I think he maybe did some extra cardio but like I fall fucking bad he, and then he's like yeah I like stretch for like half <laughs> but I was just like fuck man I'm so sorry like I didn't think this through um but he was he was fine with it because um well he wasn't he was okay with it I wouldn't say yeah. he's fine with that but um, it was because um um it was because uh, he, when at that time, uh, Toronto was in full red zone and he hadn't mm. been to the gym in like three months. So, so like, it was probably kind of nice. It was kind of nice to probably like do probably an hour. Yeah, it was nice cardio. to like overload it. Now he's like, okay, I don't want to go to the gym anymore. <laughs> yeah. But um, you no, know, that was, that was me. And the whole time I'm running on fucking in a monster. And so I'm like, fucking, <laughs> I'm literally just sitting in the car, like fucking speeding, sweating. And like my fucking skin, on the skin under me is just like, you know, so yeah, that was a, that was a great time. But um, fuck. Maybe that's probably part of the reason why I went a little bit fucking, fucking under and like just like mopey. It was I fucking just overload so much on caffeine? My adrenals are just like yo. I mean, stress. Could be a caffeine, you know. The cortisol just down. shot through the fucking roof. Um, but no, it's yeah, it's been um. The last the last month, I think for the both of us, it's kind of been like a, it's been a little bit of a, a ride. You know, like there's, and you know what, I, I always try to like, I always, the one thing that I've been good at, and I'm sure you've been good at is I've tried to at least look at like this month in the past two months. I'm like, okay, what did I do wrong? And how can I make sure that doesn't happen again? Mm -hmm. One of the biggest things that I was really bad at a long time ago was I always look at these things, acknowledge them, but I didn't, I didn't make any effort to try and take away as much as I could have. Mm. Like I took away some stuff, but I, I could have taken away more from it. Re right. Reevaluating that situation. And I think part of it is because the reason why we don't, we don't take away a lot from certain situations because in a way it's kind of an equal hit, right? Because like Definitely. when you, you have to admit that you fucked up, exactly. you know, for yourself, exactly. right? Exactly. Exactly. And I think that was, that's been the biggest thing. Like I'll, I'll be completely honest. Like when I admit that, I was wrong with something. It fucking, it hurts me, mm. you know, like, cause like, and I used to have, a, I used to be one of those guys that I like every, I think every young guy thinks they're fucking invincible, uh, yeah. you know? And now I'm starting to come to terms with like, you know what, motherfucker, like you're, you are like, not saying that I'm worthless, but like, you are not, <laughs> you're just the same level as everyone else. Yeah. You know, I don't, you're not as, you're not special, you know, like it's just, you got to take the situation, learn from it. Mm -hmm. If it hurts your pride, it hurts your pride. But from that point on, just know that you will get better. If you apply the right things that you learn from that situation. And I think I'm, tr I'm getting better. I'm not perfect. You know, like we have this podcast to talk about all the stuff that we get, go through and all the things that we go through. And we try and, you know, explain to you guys, like these are the things that you should learn from every situation. But just remember, we don't have the fucking, we're not experts on this show. We don't have the blueprint of life. We don't have the blueprint. We're, if anything, we're experts on fucking up. We so are, it's we're, like, <laughs> we're, we're every, and everyone's a work in progress. We're working all the time. And you'll hear it through this podcast. 
multiple times of us probably going through the same situation over and over again. But just know that like every time that we go through something, we are at least reevaluating in some way, mm -hmm. you know, whether if we can't admit or not that it's, it's happened or like we're allowing it to like, we're allowing to take it in to learn from it. Just know that we still are acknowledging it. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause that's one thing that we've been more, I guess we can credit ourselves is that we've been a lot better at. 100%. Right. I, man, I'm almost like, like, I've almost got it down so good to the point where like I immediately will do something in the wrong or I'll fault myself and I'll acknowledge it as I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. Like as I'm walking out of the situation and I'm like, what the fuck did I yeah, just like do? Yeah, like you're, I, you're, you're, you're on the diet. You're on the diet. You're at McDonald's. You're like, I'm about to fuck everything Literally, up. I'm and you're thinking about it as you're like, doing it. And you're like, here's the change. I am fucking my life up. Yes. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't say it anymore. But here's the thing, though. When you do that, it's it's kind of one of those things. It's just like, it's like you feel, it's it's at least you're feeling the guilt. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're That's feeling true. the guilt. You're not, you're you know, not oblivious you're not, to it. You're, yeah, not, you're not hiding from it or you're anything. You're not like, oh, it's okay. You know, this, <laughs> this, this fits in my macros for this. today. Yeah, I need you know, this. this. It's, it's okay. Like, no, fucker. Yeah. That's fake meat. You're yeah. eating. You're eating shit. Bro, I was I was like the biggest fucking I need this motherfucker. Like I like you literally roll through the drive through, get like fucking six burgers after like a workout, and be like, yeah, I just trained arms for forty five minutes. I need this. I need the calories. It's like fuck, dude. No, you don't. Yeah, I think here here's the thing. Here's here's a good piece of advice that I I highly recommend people doing is when you feel like you're getting stuck and. It's it's actually not a good piece of advice. It's actually the most standard <laughs> fucking piece of advice ever. I just thought it sounded really cool in my head. Advice, but though. like, just do something different, man. Like, mm. uh, to your routine. Yeah. Right? Just do something different within your routine. And that's one of the biggest things that's really, really, really helped me. Because what I noticed is coming from Orlando, coming back home, you know, I try to get myself situated. I try to get back in my routine, my old routine. Mm. But it didn't work because that was my old routine. So I had to basically find a way to create a new routine. I'm like, okay. So I got up at six. Let's try getting up at five now. Wow. One of the other things too, and shout out to Chris and Courtney because they fucking care about my health more than me. <laughs> and I don't give a fuck about my health. But I'm actually probably after this. I don't know. Uh, what time is it? 8.40. 8.40. Okay. They're not open. But I was going <laughs> to head to the supplement store and actually grab some greens which I haven't mm. took in, in like since ball fights. Uh, fuck, I, I'm pretty close with you too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I want to get, uh, I don't know, do I want to go back to the OG juice and get veggie greens and Phytoberry with Omegas? I don't want to have I, the fucking runny shits though. Like yeah. the fucking, oil, you know, the oil shits. Oh uh, right? yeah, I know. A little. I've been taking like capsules. Just Yeah, I can't take capsules because I can't stand that burp smell, man. I smell like my dog. Yeah. I, I don't. Like, I don't get it that bad. I don't get it that bad. It's yeah, not that. It's, it's not that hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But anyways, yeah. I've, let's just like do something different. Like that's one of the things. Is like one one of the things I knew was when I worked at Popeyes, I was actually taking greens. Well, not every day, but there were some points I was actually consistent with it. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, knew, like it was always on hand. Yeah. So and it's like, like we can like, take here, it. Here's the thing. We're we're not fucking. We're not like fitness people. Well, we are, but like we don't <laughs> emphasize on it because yeah. There's enough of those fucking fuckers out there that you can get <laughs> advice on. So we're not going to fucking kale, you know, like we're not going to be those fucking people. But like um, one of the biggest things that uh, I was super 
like on, adamant on um, when I worked at Papa was, was fucking greens and vitamins. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was like the only thing that I sold. And like literally it was at a point where like when me and Nick were working in a store, if someone came for pre-workout, like Mr. Hyde or something <laughs> like that, we'd be like, you're going to die. Go get greens. Yeah, if you don't get greens. back. Dude, this. There, <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was one point where we scared the living shit out of a kid. There's because he was like, kids. he was like 15 and he wanted to get Mr. Hyde. I'm like, listen, man, like if you do this, you're actually doing yourself a disfavor because it's going to ruin your life. Like you are literally going to probably lose because <laughs> <soul. laughs> of all your the growth. <laughs> you're going to die early. <laughs> your parents aren't going to love you anymore. <laughs> like, we, we literally use scare tactics on these kids to get greens, which honestly, like in, in reality, terrible. it was a better, it was a better choice than fucking pre-workout. True, true. You know, like how many kids nowadays do you really think they're fucking actually like, like my, all their food is micronutrient dense? Probably true. not. You could probably accredit most of the gains that like all the kids made to us selling greens. Yeah, literally. <laughs> if, 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 yeah, if you guys who are watching or listen to us, if we have sold you greens in the past, I hope you're still taking them. And if you're and not, I want to, I want a personal thank you in my DMs. Yeah. Maybe, maybe next podcast we'll do a, we'll do a giveaway for veggie greens, mm. but um, no, like, yeah. Like, so like I'm starting to take greens again, um, waking up a little bit earlier. Uh, I want to do like some type of cardio in the morning, but like, mm. Hey man, let's just try and get up at five. First. <laughs> Start with one first. Start with one thing. Master first. that first. Master that first. Yeah. Cause like, I, I also just like, uh, you know, uh, actually, uh, one of the things that uh, I've actually appreciated and, and he's a f- good friend of ours is Taylor. He's, he's such a fucking routine guy. And like, he's, he's like a fucking, like a cadet or like a, <laughs> like bro. He's literally a like marine. fucking a Marine. That's what I was trying to say. I can find the word. He's a boy scout. <laughs> no, he's a fucking Marine. He's like a fucking yeah. Navy seal. Like, I don't know if anybody's met Taylor Hinton, you know, <laughs> like yeah. he's like <clears throat> fucking Iron Man. Yeah. But like I messaged him and I'm like, yo, what time do you get up? He's like five. I'm like out of bed at five. He's like, yeah, out of bed at five. Like, Fuck. <laughs> okay. So he probably gets up earlier than that. Right. Yeah. So, and then I kind of just made it a point there. I'm like, you know what? Like why, why as a creator, why be known for staying up late at night when I can be known for getting up early in the morning and getting my work done? Right. I mean, I'm, let's be real. I'm probably going to still stay up late, but like editing and working, but like at least if I can still get my eight, six hours, well, I think it's optimal to get eight, but if I can still manage to get my eight hours somehow, yeah. you know, without staying up too, too late, you know, then, then we're okay. Right. Yeah. You can, so I gotta, I gotta find a balance. Like, you know, I can't, I can't be fucking that guy that like gets up at five, but I, I don't finish working till two in the morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I th- it's got to be four realistic. Hours of fucking yeah. Sleep. It's got to be realistic. You know, I think there was a, uh, did I show you my, oh, I think I showed you my, uh, when I came back, I showed you my sleep pattern. It was like, it was what, three, fu- three and a half fucking hours? Yeah, it yeah, was, it was bad. bad, dude. That was the one thing I was neglecting a lot of sleep. Yeah. Which is like, I think honestly, that's what I've noticed with um, the new type of training that I do. Cause I do a lot of uh, Olympic lifting, as you guys may know now. And man, does that fucking sh- like, bro? I got holy shit! I got, I got fucking bruises on my legs. Yeah, hit by a car. Yeah, I got fucking bruises. You see on that? My, I got. I don't know if these guys can see it. Oh, you can. You can it comes through pretty good. Holy shit! Oh, yeah. I just, wow, I have pasted legs. But like, the type of work that like I'm constantly fucking just banging the barbell. Yeah. 
on my fucking leg. So they're like bruised, dude. Like I'm going hard at the shit. Like my oh, goal, yeah. my goal literally by the end of this year is to fucking clean and jerk. That sounds so dirty, but like to <laughs> <laughs> my goal is to, and that the movement is called clean and jerk. It's where you go from a deadlift position to a front squat position and then to an overhead position for all of you guys that don't know what it is. Um, but my goal, I actually, I didn't, I didn't record this. I don't know why. Cause I feel like I wasn't going to get it, but I actually mm. find I broke my PR and I got 275. So I was pretty happy about that. So the next goal is to get 315. If I can get 315. That's fucking then heavy. That's when I can finally start doing the next movement, which is called snatch. That shit scares me because I've definitely seen some people dislocate their fucking shoulders yeah, doing that's it. That's a scary looking one. It's a very scary one because basically what it is, is like you have your, a wide grip deadlift mm. and you pretty much, it. there's no like clean and then you know you dip down to grab the bar it's just one fluid motion it's literally just like there here yeah it's (laughs) it's it defies gravity almost like it's dude i've watched i've watched these guys like the the, these elite level like olympic athletes do the snatch in slow motion there's a page that i follow called hook rep when i see these guys do in slow motion it literally looks like they're defying the fucking laws of physics because like the barbell goes up they're deadlifting with all their fucking power yeah. and they like, you know, they're fucking cinching their fucking Like trap. they shrug it up. They, they like shrug it up with like, cause the, the goal is, is to get the barbell as high as you can off the ground right. so that you can get under it. So yeah. like realistically, like it, it's supposed to, it's sh- like what's most optimal for the snatch is to at least get it like a foot or like a little bit more above your hips levels so that you can at least Get low enough into the squat, which is literally the the definition of ass to grass. Yeah, and then you can get your arms. The reason why you have your arms wider is so you can get under the bar, right? Like you have, uh, you, you know, you're not catching it like fucking this. Yeah, you're catching yeah. it like this, right? So it just like stability wise, it makes more sense. Yeah. So like you're catching it on your shoulders, holding it like that. Your core strength has to be fucking just absolutely unparalleled to the earth. Your strength in general, though, like yeah. being able to like not have your fucking bones just crush through inside your Dude, body. Like, geez. I thought I was the shit when I cleaned and jerked 275. And then I go on Instagram and I see a heavy though. And I see an 18 year old doing fucking 375. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to kill myself. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, why does he is fucking fucking. I don't know. I can't. I'm not going to math. Six years younger than me. Is that? Yeah. Sure. I think so. Whatever. He's a lot younger than me. Yeah. And he can do fucking 375 like training. Like not even competing. I'm like, okay, I'm clearly doing something wrong. Although that kid is doing or a lot of GH. Yeah. <laughs> which I don't think is actually, I'm pretty sure all the Olympic level. Oh, well, I'm not sure if weightlifting gets tested really proper, but. I don't think as much. Yeah. So that, that was actually one of the other things I've been implementing in my routine is uh, just training, uh, changing up my training. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like you, I don't, you're still doing bodybuilding splits, but I fucking cannot do them anymore, man. I can't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I've changed a lot of my routines because, like, I mean, uh, like that's definitely one thing that's helped me. Like as of late, like, like I like physically going in and like actually like writing down like, okay, like what like what things do I need to do and like okay, like weight training how I do, which is kind of just like whatever fucking bro split split style. Mm-hmm whatever gotta have cardio in there like like i i need to do those things otherwise like you just feel off like you feel like like once the routine is out of whack like you know the sleep is shit 
yeah. then the workouts are shit then the work is shit like, like all those not in that order particularly but i mean like things just start to fall out of place and then it's like it's so easy to just fall into like the slumps like just like that right like it's so easy and uh like physically like going in there like writing down things like that you need to be doing every day to just feel normal in general right mm. and then you can go a step further of like you know what like legitimately brings you joy and makes you feel happy um and that's working when i out? well no not not necessarily working out but like i i noticed when i had like, <laughs> I was like fine is there a certain exercise like that, that just makes you really happy it like, sounds a little sus <laughs> just got like a dumbbell in my asshole <laughs> Just in the sauna room with some guy. Just ah, three sets left. <laughs> no, but I mean like 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 when I was really doing good, like you know, a while back before I like fall into slumps and slumps, right? Um, like I had like f like fine detail. Like I've got journals and booklets of when I used to write stuff down, and like I'd have like fine details of like, okay, I need to, um, you know, say a compliment to at least three people, and I need to fucking find somebody in the world and like give them food or something like yeah. I, like I like I had all these like little tiny details of things that like okay these are the things I need to do to feel normal these are the things that I need to do to excel and feel even better right and it's mm -hmm. like um actually that uh that 75 hard that oh yeah I that didn't fucking even, I yeah didn't, yeah I say, so uh, the 75 hard like that was one thing that like like you fucking texted me you're like do it pussy like do it and i'm like fuck and then i'm like why the f why am i even I, doubting it like yeah. i was like okay like it's not really optimal time but like when you kind of clarified like bro like you got two 45 minute workouts like time wise that's really not that much time when you're splitting two workouts apart like one of them has to be outdoors part of my job is going out for like walks and stuff like that and like going out you know, outdoors and doing cardio. So mm -hmm. it's like, bro, one of my, one of my exercises I can like pin off it at work. Yeah. So it's like, that's, that's just so much easier. So it's like, that's helped my personal routine so much better. Yeah. Like well, being able to, that's to the thing is, do is that. like, so like, uh, obviously Nick just said it, but like, I'll just re-clarify like where I, I downloaded the app, um, the 75 hard by Andy Frasilli. If you guys don't fucking, you guys obviously fucking follow Andy Frasilli. If you don't fucking yeah. do it. Cause that guy is a fucking absolute, the most blunt, raw motherfucker you'll ever listen to. And I yeah, fucking, it's a beast. he is, he's one of those guys where like, if you listen to, you're like, wow, I'm not fucking doing shit with my life. Yeah. Not in a bad way, but like it, it but gets like in a motivational way. Like, yeah. So like, impressive. Um, there, he has a challenge called 75 hard. And it's basically for every, for 75 days, you got to do, you got to accomplish these tasks. Uh, one of them is drink a gallon of water, which I think I'm like two gallons or not two gallons. Sorry. I'm like two liters away from right now. <laughs> Um, you got to do two workouts. One has to be indoors. One has to be uh, outdoors. You have to stick to a diet. You can't have alcohol. Um, no cheap meals. No cheap meals. Nothing for 75 um, and days. And a diet doesn't mean like you got to fucking count macros. It just has to be con a consistent, consistent good, well-balanced diet. Yep. Yeah, you don't have to track shit. As long as it's, you're eating you're eating mindfully and you're not fucking eating cup, like putting cupcakes. Yeah, in you're not going to fast face. food. You're not eating fucking yeah. sugary junk fucking bullshit. Yeah, even, even if that means like, if, even if you go off to, to a restaurant, I don't know if it says this in the fine print, but like even if you go to a restaurant, you grab a salad. You can still like, make like, that work. Like, yeah, you can You can make things work. You can eat yeah. out. You can eat clean. Eat out clean like I think if saying. you ask anybody like, well, what's your idea of eating good? Like 
people know like you you know what eating yeah good like if is. if the fucking waiter comes like I, we went to broder uh, i went to the broders <laughs> a while ago and if like she tell they have like i think they have like 21 sides dude some shit like that they have a that's a m- lot fucking butt shit fucking load of fucking sides right and <laughs> i was she was like yeah we have tw-. i'm like fucking Excuse me? Like what? Can you list and, she, them? and then I I saw literally the first three most toxic ones. I saw fucking mashed potatoes. I saw mashed potatoes <laughs> and fucking mac cheese like uh like a, a fucking like a casserole macaroni. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and then a f- fucking like uh curly fries. I'm like, oh, bro, fuck. this is this is bad. Yeah. And then I just went for the uh cauliflower, like the uh, buffalo cauliflower. Mm. Um, I've actually had their buffalo cauliflower. It's actually it's, it's good. so good. It's, it's fucking really good. Highly recommend if you guys are hopefully we get sponsored by this, but like <laughs> <laughs> any if you guys uh, if you guys ever want a good place to eat, make sure you go check out Broders in Abbotsford. I don't know what the fuck the address is, but I probably shouldn't swear if I'm, trying to, if I'm trying to plug them. But if you guys want to go check late. out, I'm pointing at the wrong thing. If you guys want to go check on a good restaurant that I've been to, and if you want more sides option than your mains. <laughs> that's not that's a bad. bad ratio sometimes your side pieces are better <laughs> but if you guys want a good restaurant that has a lot of options and just a good fun time go check out birders and abbotsford that's definitely not being used but <laughs> um but yeah like you know being mindful like like if you're getting like actually i think what i got was uh i got a cod cods no what did i get fuck it was like a uh a cod sandwich, like something like that. It was so good, dude. So good. Um, and, and then, not yeah, got, like hell up. It's not, it, no, no, or... it's not. Uh, it had a, it was, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't processed. Uh, it was, I could tell it was like, really fresh and it was just like a brioche, brioche bun, um, cheese and it wasn't like, deep fried. Was it? Huh? It wasn't deep fried. Was it? Ah, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> there was flakes on the side, but in, in my defense, in my defense, yeah, I, I know. I I didn't count this day. Okay, yeah, I, like I was going to say that better but not have been in the seventy. It wasn't. It wasn't. I don't even think I've done it properly. <laughs> I, I think this is the. I think this is the first day I've done it properly. Wow. <laughs> um. Uh. It was part of part of it. I wanted to start it. I wanted to start the seventy five hard. When I was actually consistently waking up at five in the morning mm. and actually doing things like right as soon as I get up, you know, not fucking flaking off and just. Like, oh, I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, shit like yeah. that. So, like, now this is, like, the first day that I've actually done it properly. So, um, yeah, like, like, it was, like, when you're eating mindful, just, like, don't, don't be that fucking, don't be like, oh, like, you know, I did likes today so I can have fries. Yeah, don't, kind don't try like to that. work you know what things I mean? like, in, like, like, just eat the same every day, like, same, like, just whatever, make it boring, make it, like, Get into a, like a more Dude, like militia style like yeah, mindset. It's, like just it's literally get it done. This is to li- get you better. It's literally like we were saying, just like when you're going and dealing with an issue, if you just if you start brushing it off as okay, you start to you start to become more like comfortable with the fact that what you're doing is okay when it's not. Well you accept you, accept you accept it. less than yeah. what is like 
okay, like what what's less than acceptable for you yourself, totally like right? Bad stuff. And then yeah, and then all of a sudden, like yeah, you're just feeding yourself shit. You're watching shitty, you know, content. You're reading shitty books or listening to shitty, like not shitty music. You're listening to country, but like no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but like you're just you're consuming like all the bad shit, like stuff that is not doing anything for you, nothing productive, like stuff that is just either gonna unchange you mm-hmm. or or make you feel worse like me personally i'm actually gonna stop listening to like most like music in general like i'm i'm this sounds very extreme but i'll give you my reasoning why so you better be a good fucking reason it's, it, it, like you're going deaf or something it's a <laughs> <laughs> what no, the it's fuck a, you mean it's a good it's, a good, it's a good reason okay so so like i mean my thing my big thing that i'm like really really adamant on is like drive like when i drive to and from work or or you know where i'm going when i'm going places um i listen to like audiobooks or podcasts that's pretty much exclusively what i listen to unless somebody has recommended me a song then sometimes i play it um but i've noticed that when i get in the pattern of listening to like like angry like rap music or trap music or stuff like that. And I'm driving around. It physically makes me feel more angry, full of anxiety. It makes me feel like it literally has uh, like, uh, I I don't know if I'm so easily persuaded or so easily like consumed by it, but like, it's got a really like, it's not like fucking put on one song and I start shooting people, but it's like, it's like continuous patterns yeah, like, of like, like you listening. Need to stay away from ACDC. So. <laughs> Thunder. Na, 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 na. <laughs> no, I'm not that bad, but it's like, if I continuously listen to stuff like that, like if you like listen that, to him, if you listen to a Marilyn Manson song, we're all fucked. Yeah. Like I'll <laughs> blow up the, like a, like a, I'm not going to say anything. This is going to get, canceled. but like, yeah. At, anyway, just t- for simplicity's sake and, and cutting out what I know is a problem. It might not even be a problem, but it's just something that I've linked to my mood being less cut it out. So, Whatever, okay, so why, why don't you just listen to happier music then? Well, that's what I mean. Like, like I, I know that I don't have to dictate the music and, and have to change things around if I'm just playing one hour-long podcast or an hour or whatever, uh, hour-long uh, So basically you're lazy and you don't want to make another playlist. I Bro, I don't even make playlists. Jesus I just Christ. like sh- hit shuffle and just go. And then it's like you got to change songs. Thank- but- Thankfully, I have a friend. Uh, who makes a bunch of different playlists. So I just fucking download them and I listen to all of them. Yeah. And, and fucking like, great. I'm not saying I'm just going to like boycott music and I'm like going to fucking yeah, be like, like an Amish person <laughs> and like no phones and don't do this. And like, no <laughs> dude, like I'm going to listen to music at like in the gym and stuff like that and whatever. But it's like, I don't know. I've just noticed when I drive around and if I've continuously, like if I've got a long drive somewhere and I'm listening to like the same genre of music, I'm listening to like some like NBA young boy or something or like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, even know cheesy or something. Is. Anyway, these are like a great, like if I played it for you, you'd understand like they're aggressive like rappers. But like if I play stuff like that while I'm driving somewhere, which is like I consider like easy listening, but like it just, it just makes you know, me I, like. I, 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 I get what you mean because like yeah. the same thing can apply when you're listening to like 
fucking Billie Eilish and you're like just going through a breakup. You're just like, yeah, it's like you play like those songs that make you hurt you. And like, you just keep replaying that song that makes you just like really that just like dig. She left you because you're a fucking loser. And you like, you keep playing that part over and over again. Like fucking hurts so good. I just want to feel it again. Yeah. But like, you also got to capitalize on it too. So like when you're in a good mood, you play like fucking, I can't, I can't believe I'm about to ref- reference this fucking song, but like Pharrell Williams, happy or some shit. Cause I'm so happy. Cheesy. <laughs> Clap along. Uh, not playing that song to the outro, but like no. it, yeah, like I, okay, I get it, but like just fucking, uh, I'm not making a playlist it's, actually. Like honestly, it, it's, it's literally just for simplicity's sake. And like, honestly, like it, it's probably going to be good for me. And if anything, cause it's going to kind of like, uh, like train the, uh, uh, I don't know, control, like the, like the ability to control myself. Like I I might want to listen to some music one day and I'm like, no, like you've committed to no fucking music and you're just going to listen to your podcast or whatever. And it's like, okay, whatever. I've committed to that and I'm just going to stay doing it. So it's like throughout the 75 days, I think I'm just going to try to just do that. Add it to my 75 days. Like, I don't know. Like what's, what's the harm that's going to do? It's not like I'm going to like, that's true go deaf by not listening to music. I'm going to play music one day. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? What is this? Oh my God. You just, like, just get scared. Just, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, no. I don't know. <laughs> just like the first time you like, it's like you get your, it's like a, a deaf person gets hearing aids for the first time. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. I can say my name. <laughs> No, oh, that was terrible, but like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but um. Anyways, um. So yeah, that's just kind of been a a little bit of an update. Don't even know if I'm gonna like fucking title this one because it's just been a minute. But uh, we're, we are gonna be resuming with our podcast soon and uh, our originally scheduled program. Yeah, um, I'm actually leaving on the 15th, so that means me and Nick got to fucking bang out a few yeah episodes together yeah, for the next first today. So. Yeah, so we we only have a few more days left. So, but we actually have some really cool guests um, actually going to be coming on. Um, we're going to be having one of our one of the guys actually that used to come into Popeyes a lot, um, and he mm. is a. I don't want to fucking ruin it because it's going to be so awkward when he's on the podcast. And I we'll let him. His, we'll let him give his own intro. Yeah, but he basically <laughs> he actually works in the health department when it comes to actually people that have a mental illness. So this will be actually really really cool. Mm-hmm. The other one that we're gonna have, I don't know if you know about it, but he's a he's a relationship expert. Mm. So he that's gonna be good for the fucking bullies, right? That'd be good for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be good for the fucking. Well, I, I think he does actually uh, uh, women stuff, but. Obviously, he's gonna help all the boys. It's Ferda, yeah, you know, for the boys, for the boys first. So, uh, but yeah, man, um, that's just kind of been like a little update of like what's been what we've been going through, and just like to kind of keep you guys posted. And you know what, like, I- I'm not, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna try and keep your guys' hopes up and say that, like, you know, um, stuff like this won't happen again, like, because there, there's gonna, there's a chance that shit like this might happen again, because, mm. you, know, you know, life is very... We're human, man. Yeah, like, we're... shit happens to everybody, like, everybody yeah, falls but, into fucking slumps, and yeah. it just so happens that we've got a podcast that we fucking, you know, share mm-hmm. with everybody, and it's yeah. like, that stuff just gets visualized yeah, by, by Exactly, others, right? yeah, and just, like, that was one of the things that I said to Nick, was just, like, you know, like, this is stuff that you know, I didn't, this is something that I didn't want to hide and just like go back into our regu- regular programming and just mm-hmm. like go on and it would have been, it yeah, would have been too weird for us 
personally yeah. to do. So like in, you know, again, like everyone says, everyone goes through shit and it's just like, we want to make sure that we at least talk about it. Cause one of the main things that we both agreed to that we would always do is at least be open and honest about the things that are going on in our life. And I think if, if anything, you know, we want you guys to try and take away something from things that we've done. Cause me and Nick obviously work very different careers, you know, but we have the same goals and desires for at least being honest with each other and ourselves and to you guys. It's just like showing you that like, Hey, like this is what life is about. You know, there's going to be a lot of things that you're going to experience in your life that you don't know how to approach in a certain situation. You don't know how to kind of overcome it. But if you can at least take something from our situations and somehow apply it to what's happening with you, then all the better, man. Like, again, mm-hmm. like we're not people that, essentially is, is going to be able to give advice that's going to make your problems go away. But it's about taking pieces of information you can from any source, whether if it's another podcast or like, you know, a book that you read or advice from your friends or your parents. Like if you can at least assemble all of that together to get something, then that's kind of the beauty of just like being able to like be open with everything. Right. And just trying to take in as much as you can. Right. Not relying on one source of like mm-hmm. um, information for advice from one person, like getting it from a bunch of other people. Right. It, yeah. it also keeps you more grounded that way because you're not just relying on one thing. If I were to, and that's the thing is like, if I were to be one sided about something, it, it just shows a bias. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If I fucking just absolutely pump Andy Frasilli out the fucking whole entire time. It's well, like, you're going to have go, all the go, same, go, go, the go. same thoughts of life, all the same yeah. ideas. Like everything is just going to be, it's going to be copy paste. Basically, yeah, exactly. Right? And like, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with Andy Frasilli. No, he's no, a great no, no. Person, but, but like, like he's himself, right? Yeah. Like we are our own people. We're our own individuals. Right. So it's like, that's why when you have accumulations of knowledge from other people, other sources, other podcasts, other mm-hmm. books, like when you're pulling bits and pieces from, from multiple sources, mm-hmm. you get to make your own thoughts, your mm-hmm. own ideas, your own goals, and then you get to be your own person. Right. Yeah. So, so that's, that's what's way more important than, uh, than having you know just a a one-sided or one-size-fits-all kind of approach to life yeah so you know like i said again um if you guys have any you know sort of questions or if you guys just want to reach out to us you guys know that our our podcast is always open you know we're more than willing to talk to any one of you guys um and we're we're definitely going to get things a lot more rolling um again i do leave on the 15th but we're going to try and get out as many podcasts as we can yeah. before we go. Um, we've kind of uh, assessed like our positions with the podcast and like what everyone, what both me and Nick and I are doing. Um, I'm really, I'm actually really trying really hard to get merch out for us now. Um, I think we're, what we're going to do is we're going to come up with hoodies first um, and maybe some hats. Hats will probably just be for a select few, mm-hmm. but I really want to get hoodies out. Um, I have a few designs I'm working on. So soon that stuff will drop. We want, we, we kind of want to start a little bit of community because that's what this podcast is about is a, a community for the I Fraser Valley. I think it's safe right? to say we've, we've, we've gained a, a good little community and we've got, I, I like to, know. I like to hope so. So yeah, man, like uh, we really appreciate you guys sticking around. I know you guys have been questioning like, what the fuck are these dickheads fucking doing? Just taking a <laughs> fucking one month break. But you know what? Like, like I said, uh, we just want to be at least honest with you guys. And I mm-hmm. think we've done that today. So um Oh God, now I have to outro and I forgot how to do it. Okay, well, it's fucking I mean, rusty. Gonna go. But uh, 
We just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in for this episode of the Jabroni Podcast. Uh, I don't know if I'm even going to label it or put a name on it. Kind of just a little bit of an update. But thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you guys haven't subscribed already, make sure you subscribe youtube.com slash Jabroni Podcast, instagram.com slash Jabroni Podcast, at Nick2White, at Calvin Ujitom, and you can... Oh, fucking I fucked it up. <laughs> you, I was going to say one take, one take, fam. <laughs> and you... Run it back, Turbo. And... Uh, We will see you in the next podcast.